this is the episode that gets us cancelled. That would be yeah. shocking out of all of them. Like, for some reason, I think what that's it? Might be it. This confrontation can cancel your career. Cancelled. 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 Culture. Podcast. Welcome back to Cancel Culture, the podcast writer's room where a diverse group of Gen Z female comedy writers write a funny, unoffensive joke about a topic that most might consider a no-fly zone in comedy that even an old, cis, white man, aka my dad, can tell without getting cancelled. Today's topics jokes about gays that's right we're gonna write a joke about homophobia or gay people that a white man white cis man straight man can tell without sounding like an asshole why to show show that it's possible all right let's meet our players as per usual um i'm jamie and i feel like on the kinsey scale um i get more and more gay as men get worse and worse that feels logical i think people are like you know really into like the the catholics and like the like homophobes are really into like questioning why people are gay and and blaming things and i feel like they're not taking a hard enough look at straight men you know (laughs) yeah 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 is there a week that straight men get a little bit better and you get a little less gay doubtful I Wait, a single doubt. week? Did I you didn't, just say I'm a not week? Any week? Any, any period day, of time? Seven days? An hour? Yeah, is there a moment? Five if, minutes? If, if it, if when someone claps, an angel gets its wings, <laughs> uh, if a straight dude does something decent, does Jamie get a little less gay? Um, well, it's been a rough week for straight men, I will say. Um, <laughs> what happened Adam, this week? Adam Levine cheated on his wife. Uh, that was Ulmer, he said Ulmer that genius from... quote that that body is absurd. That body is absurd. With that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna we're, you were gonna use it, but um, I'm obsessed. Oh, then... oh wait, break that out. I don't know what that is. He just basically slid into some models DMs. Do you know what that means? I should double yes, check. Yes, I do know. I do know. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, and that's said, that's, a, that's that's a good check. Good, good. And he said that body is absurd. And like, I don't know what it is about that statement that to me is so viscerally like. It's also oh. obviously not the first time he's no. used that phrase. No. no. So, okay, so that happened this week. And then who? What else? Ned Fulmer from BuzzFeed, formerly BuzzFeed, now just their own entity, the Try Guys. Yeah. Cheated yeah. on his mm. wife. Yeah. And what's so painful about I that one that. in particular, for those of us who grew up on BuzzFeed, is that me. Ned Fulmer, yeah, me. Anyone remember? Um, anyone remember? Hashtag never forget. People... Um, I think the issue there is, aside from the obvious cheating, um, is the fact that his entire brand and personality was about loving his wife and like yeah. being obsessed with his wife and how right. much she and he like, forced his wife into the like she was known as Ned's sphere. wife, yeah, like yeah, Ned's like, wife. She barely has so a name. Their publicist well, Ariel, Ariel, by the way, out freaking the fuck out. This is when publicists make their money. This is like this is like tax season for publicists. Yeah, absolutely. This is what change up the brand. This is what you get paid for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. or protect the brand. Actually, this is exactly this brand uh, is dead, so they got to do a new one because he's no no longer loving his wife. Crisis management. I don't know. Crisis management buys Porsches. Well, it's exactly like what happened with John Mulaney. Yeah, John John Mulaney cheated. He did cheat. Where have you been? John Mulaney had a brand. Was I have a cute? I should have talked about this during the anti-Semitism thing because possibly the most anti-Semitic, um, anti, 
Semitic thing that's ever happened is John Mulaney cheating on his wife, and that's right. including the Holocaust. Do you- <laughs> wow. I believe you. Wow. Okay, now. Too. All right. That okay. is that is a flex. Damn. Even for me, that's a flex. <laughs> no, but you but do hate guys, John hot take. That Jews is hate- true. I just want to correct his wife is Jewish. No because his entire brand was I love my Jewish bitch wife. And it was like my this Jewish my, lady taught me this. And this, this Jewish like, lady taught she's me. She's cute this. and Jewish and a badass. And, on her and then he cheated on her with Olivia. With Olivia. Um, talk about. Not kosher. Talk about shiksa. Oh. <laughs> I could go on. As you can see, I'm very impassioned by this. No, that's anyway, rough. Back to reasons why I'm gay. We, by, the way, Jamie and I, by the way, Jamie and I have never talked about this before. Yeah, we've never discussed clearly this. Clearly very Sexuality. No, it's John Mulaney. This is your coming out. <laughs> We're just very alive. Yeah, so yeah. This is a huge alive. moment. Jewish, um, Jewish, and that's, that's secular Judaism right there. That is that is and that's our culture. Um, Yom Kippur will just be me abstaining from watching. Actually, all of comedy. us. The only thing everyone can agree at, at Yom Kippur is that John Mulaney sucks. Um. So anyway, reasons why I'm gay: John Mulaney, Ned Fulmer, Adam Levine. Reasons also why I'm gay: same same reason, but opposite side. John Mulaney because his wife is really hot. His ex wife, not. Olivia Munn, although I don't think they're married. Anyway, we digress. Sarah, do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. That's Jamie. <laughs> that's Jamie. Um, well, I am famously like not gay, which it's a can shame. come to many as a surprise. It's a huge shame. But I was the girl who everyone thought was gay during like I went to an all-girls private school when new students came. I was very handsy, very touchy. Um, mm-hmm. and I think people definitely thought that. I, lo- I was into other girls. But Could I pause it that you wish shoot. you were gay? Of course, of course, of course. That goes okay. out say. That goes out okay. but, um, <laughs> Is that appropriate? Wishing I was gay? Yeah, I feel, no, just the idea. So like culture, we did a cultural appropriation episode, but like mm. when, when white people emulate black culture, sometimes it gets very cringy, you know. All the time. Is it okay? There's no sometimes, all the time. For people to say, I wish I was gay because- Honestly, I don't know. There's oppression that goes along with being- Yeah, no, 100%. It's a side order of oppression. I mean, men are so awful, you know? that like I get it, Sarah. It's coming from a different place. It's not coming from a place of like, I wish I was part of an oppressed group because, yeah. like, it's. I cool. wish I didn't have to deal with men. It right. comes from exactly and women. Like... Women are fantastic. Women are fucking awesome. Do gay women you know? do it? Gay women not have to deal with men at all, though. That's, I guess, the well, thing. They do, like, just, just not romantically or right. physically. You know, well, not by choice, well, at that's least. Much for yeah. <laughs> I'm kind um, of doing God's work though by being with men. Like, I feel like I'm teaching <laughs> them things. I'm helping slowly but surely. I'm getting them on my level. So if anything, maybe yeah. I actually don't want to be gay and I'll just keep kind of. Maybe Sarah will be resisting. responsible for me leaning straight one day. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe. I will believe that. Although that I would be it. very surprising. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Well, hi, I'm Elena. And I woke up this morning with, I love my dead gay son stuck in my head from Heather's. Love. Which I still think is one of my favorite musical numbers. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Great song. It's a great song. And if you haven't heard it, you should look it up and you should listen to it. So yeah. Missed opportunity in the movies, I think, to yeah. I think they well, should I mean, make the a Heather's the, mo- the musical, the movie. Okay, I'm conflicted about music- musicals to did movies. Did the musical do really well? No, but I think it, it would just okay. as the movie version. Okay. 
Well, I think this is the thing. There's such a cult following behind the yeah. Heathers. And part of the cult following is that it's not a musical. Like I've it's never edgy seen and angsty. But I would oh say that there's God. a cult following behind For the, musical. the musical. True. So we could combine those cults really mm-hmm. effectively if we really all just put our minds to it. I maybe, think. maybe. I do think the that one, music the is The song awesome. Candy Guys, Store. Sh- should yes. we be? Yeah. That's the one Should we I'm be the three with? Heathers for Halloween? We could that would be, be fun. Ooh, I've been in Heathers twice now. <laughs> the, always the dumb Heather, which I think is Oh, hilarious. I was going to say, I wouldn't <laughs> think you were the lead Heather. I know. It, my you time is coming. You give Heather Chamberlain vibes. Heather. Yeah. Thanks. I'm usually Heather McNamara, who's oh. the dumb one well, with the ED. You're not. But it's not you know good. what? I can. That's, that's, you just know I'm a good actor. Right? Yeah. True. Okay. And lastly, and certainly leastly, a man who I've had to tell multiple people is straight, despite having perfectly quaff hair and owning multiple plaid blazers. Evan, my father. Have anything? That's to right. Say? I I am your father. No. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> I I I have been uh, called gay since I can remember. Uh, I'm not uh, on the Kinsey scale. I'm likes musicals. What if this is the episode that gets us cancelled? That would be yeah. shocking. Out of all of them, like, for some reason, I think what that's might be it. Yeah. Speaking of gay culture, I have this mug. Brittany survived mm. 2007. You can have. I love nice. it. So we have a bad joke to look at today from none other than Kevin Hart. I feel like we had to do this one because yes. it did blow up. I feel like it was one of the first like throwbacks to somebody's old mistakes that like and then there was like a series of them for comedians like with tim it, wasn't, right, it, may, it may not have been Gunn. the first i don't know if it was the first but it was the biggest, the biggest. yeah because he couldn't host the oscars, the oscars for a tweet yeah. yep yep it's back so when the oscars um, matt is back when the oscars mattered too well did right they ever mm. that part did yeah, they ever that's what i said there was a time when <laughs> they really were did kind. There when was they were wearing full gowns there was a time when they used this matter this comedian is so good for saying i'm not homophobic but yeah which is my favorite literally i think part of this let's watch right i got a lot of fears man i got a lot of fears as a parent i'm gonna tell you guys one of my biggest fears one of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay that's a fear keep in mind i'm not homophobic i have nothing against gay people be happy do what you want to do but me being a heterosexual male if I can prevent my son from being gay, I will. My son had a birthday party. He's playing. I turned back around to check on my son again. A little boy was grinding on my son's ass. He was, he was like this. I, I didn't know what to do. I panicked. I knocked them both down. Hey. hey, what's going on here? What kind of party is this? Huh? What kind of party is this? The thing that pissed me off. Here's what pissed me off, man. I was eating a buffalo wing when it happened. <laughs> I should have dropped the wing and ran over there, but I licked my fingers first. I, I didn't mean it. I said, hey, boy. So, boy. oh, Kevin Hart. I, I went on a trajectory. I went on a journey with that because yeah. I, th- I enjoyed the way that he admitted, like, how everyone has, like, their gay moments when they're young. I think that's a funny, like, um, yeah. start, you know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. how, I was wondering if he's even being, like, satirical. I just, I have belief in him. I just, I just, it was yeah should I have a sip of my coffee and shut up no I don't think you should shut up I think you're I think the thing is I would agree with you he does outside of that clip have a a visible track record of saying homophobic things yeah so that's what's upsetting about it I also think weirdly if a gay person was doing this bit like if I saw Billy Eichner tell these same jokes I'd probably think it was really funny like that's what's hard about it too is like 
the demeanor of it is laughable, but right. it's because you know he actually believes it that it's right setting. That's what I was gonna say. There are elements in here that I think would be super funny, like a gay person talking about, like, hey, that's gay. Like, stop, hey, that's gay. I think that could be a really funny bit for someone who is gay and like mm. how they're coming out and how they learned about themselves. But he starts the joke. Yeah. Like he prefaces the joke by that saying the as issue. a heterosexual man. Also, your I biggest want to stop fear, my son from your biggest fear for your beautiful chocolate baby is him being gay. That's your, <laughs> that's the thing you're afraid about the most right wow. now. That's, that's, that's um, the scariest yeah, thing. For that you. is yeah. deep right there. Holy and shit. to me, that's the most homophobic part because really wow. of all the things your Not, little black yeah. boy could, could experience, like him being gay is the worst. Oh, yeah. Get out I of never here. I would have thought of that. That's amazing. Get out um, of here. Yeah. And so you asked what year it was. I think this is like two, I want to say like 2011. So, I mean, it's not like it was 1999 or, you know, it's, it's no, Obama was president. Yeah. Marriage was legal. Marriage was legal. Like, I mean, you know, Will and Grace, Will and Grace had been on television. Queer Eye was on its second cast. So, you know, it's just. So it, it, Can you fact is, check that, Paul? What? The year. The what it was. Year was. But it was, and, and I, you know, I remember thinking when he got fired from the Oscars, you know, or did he quit? I can't even remember. I think he got fired. He got fired. It was a huge uh-huh. thing. I remember being so upset. I was like, he would be so great at the Oscars from 10 years ago. Really? But now I'm like, yeah, no dude. Sorry. Well, and also I, so I look at that as a parent that I could, you look at that as a black woman. I looked at it as a, as a parent and mm-hmm. I'm like, you're running up to your kid and smacking them for some for for being well, I don't know that he actually for, did that for the record right but that's the joke <laughs> that's the joke, the joke 2010 is, 2010 same difference okay 2010 that's yeah stop that stop that behavior wait 2010 then bad. it was okay <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that he panicked I mean he was panicking because he was enjoying his food at the party <laughs> and he just wanted to get that chicken wing joke in that's yeah. really all I, yeah from my opinion, like, this fucking in like... the ass in the context yeah, of a he just wanted child. To say, yeah, he just... he just wanted to say fucking in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, the other issue, sorry, Elena, also I cut you off. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like this was written very specifically to like a middle-aged black audience. Like this yeah. whole yes. setup to me yes. sounds very culturally specific. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if that's why some of it was so extreme because he's writing it to his audience and like how it would have sounded if he was writing it for a different well, audience or if it was a gay person yeah. like writing this, I don't know. So. And a straight, it's, and a straight male audience too, I think too. Cause yeah. that's where, that's who goes to his movies and that's, you know, that's a big part of his audience. But mm-hmm. I also uh, think that, you know, as far as what I know about homosexuality in the black community is that it is still very stigmatized, even yeah. at this later date. And that's a big Sorry, problem. I didn't mean to laugh. It's just coming for, out of his mouth. Yeah. Unfortunately, for, black people tend to be quite, homophobic which is let me tell you guys i could literally write a thesis and on this, why that this is doubles and, down on that this, this coming no, from yeah, kevin hart I makes that know. worse yeah right? yeah he wait paul said kevin hart also got in trouble in 2019 for patronizing little nas for hashtag for quote-unquote needing to come out yeah well, well he's clearly got a weird thing with this he's got i think yeah, it's a like, weird thing meaning homophobia <laughs> <laughs> weird yeah. thing it's a um, lisp <laughs> or homophobia. I 
I think it, the other issue with this joke, aside from the obvious, is that it kind of perpetuates, like Sarah was talking about, you know, like talking about like sex and little kids, but it's it further perpetuates the like pedophilic stereotypes of gay people mm, yes. in general, gay mm-hmm. men specifically. Um, I mean, that was something like when Kevin Spacey, when it came out that Kevin Spacey had been like abusive or, or sexually assaulted, um, who was it? Anthony Rapp? Yeah. Um, Anthony Rapp. It was like, and many others, his, and many others. But it, his apology was like, "I'm sorry, I'm gay." <laughs> like yeah. it was like, "Wait, wait, wait yeah. a second. Often, hmm. often and, that happens. It's like, oh, I had yes. trouble coming out, and right. so and it, I did these awful things." Wasn't there a whole movement to include pedophiles in the LGBTQIA? I, did I dream this? Did this really happen? Because I feel like that happened, and I was so angry. By I was the, like, ca- by the Catholic, no, that's well, a disgusting argument. <laughs> I've yes. been talking about this with my friends recently because. We've seen it in multiple people that I went to college with. And mm. listen, I'm not trying to like invalidate anybody's sexuality. In, I think everybody has, I'm going to say, um, we, I'm leading up to something. Um, I think that <laughs> it's a growing thing that because queerness is suddenly like mainstream and like kind of edgy and cool, that a lot of people who have allegations have started being like, just kidding, I'm gay, or just like it's we call it the theyification yes. of uh of pet of uh uh predators predators thank predators. you for that word. what is it called what is the it theyification called? and it's happened multiple times with people that we went to school with where it's like right after college right they have like allegations against them they have issues with like a ton of people and they come out and then they're like I was just struggling and Mm. whether or not them coming out is true I'm not going to try to like invalidate anybody's sexuality Mm -hmm. but like the excuse of like well I was struggling is the issue it's like well then you're you're making it so that like a you're perpetuating the stereotype that like queer people are predators Predators. and b like just because you were struggling doesn't excuse your there are tons of people behavior. who are struggling yeah. with their sexuality who don't assault people, you know? Right. So uh-huh. that's like such a Glee 2007 I know. Or like The Bachelor, what's his name? Colton, the football player, whatever, yes. whoever his name is, who literally stalked and harassed his girlfriend. The fucking restraining order was not allowed to come within however many feet of her. And then he came out, got a whole movie and a special and a show. And I'm like, this man is a predator. Like yeah. it doesn't negate like him coming out does he, not negate he all dropped of this an nft behavior. he dropped an nft oh that's how he... the so new the new, the new apology the new public apology is an NFT. An NFT. <laughs> i'm so sorry for my homophobia right expect to try guys nft any day now anyway Weird i think we should probably move pay. into an example oh no we have an ad we have an ad sorry okay um, ad break ready when i pull away this is when the yeah. ad comes It's time to move. It's time to hone your skills. It's time to be an ally. Time and time again, your efforts to be woke have slipped into borderline homophobia. You've tried to say, yes, queen, but it comes out, yes, queen, royalty person. You've accidentally said the queers in conversation more than once. Your gay friends were slaying and you told one they gave bottom energy. It's time to face facts. You're straight. 
but you can still be an ally, a better ally, with ClassPass. Ally to the core. Training is all about building your personalized routine. Our six-week e-guide gives you printable accountability handouts and find the queer slang phrases you're not allowed to say worksheets. With the Ally to the Core program, you'll also have worldwide access to thousands of top-rated gays, bays, and queens who are dedicated to strengthening your ally muscles. So it's a natural reflex. With this exclusive membership, you'll be hanging with the Wanda Sykes of the world instead of the Ellens. Join ClassPass today. You know what was simultaneously supposed to be allyship, but was like super homophobic? Uh. The 2006 ads that Hillary Duff made being like, when that when you say that's so gay, do you mean what you say? Can we pull those up? Do you like this top? It's so gay. Really? Yeah, it's totally gay. You know, you really shouldn't say that. <laughs> say what? Well, say that something's gay when you mean it's bad. It's insulting. What if every time something was bad, everybody said, oh, that's so girl wearing a skirt as a top. Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Those are cute jeans, though. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Honestly, love. Sorry. Honestly, like, the entire origin story knock, of Knock it life. off. Knock it knock off. Knock it off. Knock it off. Knock it off. It's Knock so it funny off. that we've come full circle. Like it's so Knock pervasive it right now to be like gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in the queer community, be like that's gay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's fully like two thousands homophobia is present day gay, gay culture. culture. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's just we like we have it. Just it's like how like fashion makes a comeback. Progress. Mm-hmm. Every, Progress. You know, it's it's truly come full Reclaiming. circle. Yes, it's like a reclamation of feeling empowered and using those violent bullying tactics for ourselves like how many have you guys had the like quintessential like middle school bully comes back and apologizes to you thing happen I was that bully so you were the bully my my bullies are never apologizing to me they're all married in the midwest with their children they're never gonna apologize who did you bully and why (laughs) oh I bullied numerous people not like in any serious way right I'm like actually my... so shocked that you were a middle school bully <laughs> I wasn't honestly. actually a bully I am taking the piss but I got called into the office <laughs> a couple times for <laughs> supposed bullying right but it was I wasn't actually a bully I want right. that to be out there I, I don't know okay we, if you're Sarah's uh former bullied individual please come forward We'd I told she didn't to know interview. what a period was and I just thought that was weird and lame as hell it's like you need to know what a period is you're 12 years old you're about to get one well maybe you should have <laughs> it was like a carry moment in the way maybe... have you seen the film carry it's like Carrie was a freak and Carrie did deserve to be like pwned <laughs> by all of her peers because <laughs> she was weird. She was the weird wait kid. Wait a second. Wait a second. I feel like you've been bullied this. by Sarah Weitzman. Please call. What is- <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like um, you could have taken that opportunity to like educate rather than shame. Isn't that what we're our whole point of our podcast Just- is? Like, I feel like we're trying to avoid a cycle. Like, what if that person grew up and became like, you know, Amy Conan Barrett and now doesn't believe in like rights, you know? So like, we have Mm. to take the opportunity to educate. Sarah repealed Roe v. Wade? I, yeah, Sarah, you could single-handedly be responsible for, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I don't even know. This isn't very gay, this conversation. Interesting. 
Um, it's pretty okay. gay. Bully you know people. what is gay? Meg Stalter. So I think we should watch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's me. That was me in my era. Oh, no. That was actually after. Well, By then, I was. There is she's actually knifing this girl in the back, which is that's why her she's sister. cringing yeah. and so. <laughs> That's your sister? No, that is not my sister. Oh, it's not. <laughs> it looks I was like, like no. I was it like, they look nothing alike. It kind of looks like your sister. She looks a little. Oh, look at my. Sarah, eyes. you look exactly the same. Yeah, I do. No. Except I my hair back then, I used to straighten. Which yeah, that's oh, really? that's a cultural phenomenon. Me too. I had to straighten mine every week to perform at the basketball games, which is <laughs> racist. Yeah, we should discuss that in both the Jewish and the race episode. Because yeah. um. I will say I having grown up with a mother who has like gorgeous curly hair I was always the friend who this is me being like I am such a good ally no I was I was always <laughs> the friend who was like was like please don't straighten your hair I love your curly yeah, hair yeah you were I one of the main friends that said that to me because I love curly hair I always wanted curly hair because my mom had curly hair and I have straight boring hair it was devastating mm. um so shall we see something that is gay yeah. Meg Stalter um this uh you know icon um that she is um there is something called rainbow washing during pride month where corporations um make everything rainbow um in attempt to be like we're allies um buy our merch and then turn around and support people like you or know. countries right or countries <laughs> countries uh, that murder countries that gay murder people. gay people so and trans they're funding people. them so um here we go with uh with meg stalter hi gay happy pride month we are sashaying away with deals. This month at the Butter Shop, we're running a special deal. If you can prove that you're queer, you get three pints off your fir- your your choice of creamed, chucked, or drowned drowned butter. And if you do mouth stuff, you get four. We love gay, and it's awesome. So come visit. And we also make candles now. Wouldn't a candle be nice for gay stuff? I don't have much to say other than I love Meg. I think that my only question is where did the wheel in the background come from? Did she get it specifically for this video or did she already own it? It is something that she would have already owned. So yeah. like I she's, fr- she's also from the Midwest. So yeah. it might make it. Mm. They have wheels there, I think, right? It's, yeah, it's know. an aesthetic thing. Yeah, you can get them at Hobby Lobby, um, Pottery Barn. Um, Hobby Lobby, Michaels. super anti-gay Hobby Lobby. Yeah, super they are. Anti-gay. I mean, Hobby, um, Hobby most there's the a West Supreme case. Court case with Hobby Lobby. No, that's about yeah. contraception, actually. It's contraception. Yep. Well, yeah, guys, the Midwest is kind of a clusterfuck. I'm not going to lie to you. But yes, people have weird decorations like wheels in their Clusterfuck, house. also super gay. Mm. And yeah. homophobic, though, for Pretty some true. reason, coming out of Pretty a straight true. person. Though. Hmm, I am. Um, I love Meg. Honestly, this whole episode has been me grappling ever since I started by saying I'm famously straight, and it, it felt so <laughs> dirty and weird when I said it. <laughs> I've honestly felt sick this whole time, mm. and like Meg is a prime example. Like I actually, I am in love with Meg. Like I, right. I'm fundamentally <laughs> in love with Meg. I am yeah. genuinely. Hey, listen, everybody's heart. straight until they meet that right person, right? And like sh- I, that's I a, think that's Meg is thing. it. For hey, me. Lizzo said be. it. Everybody's gay everybody's gay everybody's gay do you think i'll ever meet her yeah meg yeah let's set it up oh my gosh, we so were excited. uh evan and i worked with her on lampoon radio hour no shit shout out Sarah, i dressed as her happen. for halloween one year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true fan right I there she's great um but i feel like um this kind of comedy is I mean, she definitely, I think, is responsible for a lot of it. But on TikTok, I feel like the like 
parody like culture of you know all that jazz is so quintessential and also what was the the somebody told the joke that I thought was so funny about like why are gay people so funny and it's because of trauma (laughs) and um and I there are just so many people who I feel like have made these characters like um Joe Castlebaker is another one um uh what's the um Benny Benny's no what's his name the youtuber who's also on tiktok who does the like spoof of noah centineo it's a little too niche for me honestly oh, yeah this, this, this is this I've is gone another language gay. i don't I've gone but, too gay. but, but meg, i think i think meg i think the reason why this works and because meg is so good at doing this style of humor and i think cola skull is another one who cola does this is because mm-hmm. because and, randy and, rainbow Randy Rainbow is another Love really, Randy Rainbow. really excellent one My because they obsessed. get mainstream culture. They get yes. homophobia. They understand it incredibly, mm-hmm. incredibly well because they understand America and the Midwest. Honestly, yes. I feel right. like you Absolutely. understand homophobia the most when you're from the Midwest. Gotta That's say. exactly right. All hate, <laughs> actually. I think I think All the hate. Midwest it is it is the origin. Yes. We blame are... the South for a lot of things, but when you look at Ohio, Michigan, right? They um, come on. They weren't even Indiana. part of the Confederacy. They weren't even part of the Confederacy and they got more fucking Confederate flags up there than Alabama. Crazy. Wild. Anyway, continue. Ohio is one of the lynching capitals of the planet. I um, know. So, <laughs> so, so, but that's, they, they just understand, <laughs> they, they were raised swimming inside the hate so surrounding them. And I think as a, as a white person growing up in that culture, you, you can, you can pass <laughs> if you are gay or you are some other you yeah, can passing. kind of swim around in and, and mm. you can hear the stuff being said that you can't when you're overtly different. Or people uh, just don't give a fuck and tell you anyway. So that's, right. yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and then, so they know how to mimic it. And, right. and that's, a, I think, the be- most effective style of humor. So SNL tries, but it's so coastal and comes off as so yes. tinnier sometimes. Yes. Whereas comedians <laughs> like this get away with it better because they're just oh. of it more. Paul said, I, speaking I for us gays, our trauma feeds our genuine comedy. You know, Paul. Spoken like a straight white man. Spoken like a straight <laughs> white man. Uh, okay, yes. I feel like we should, should try and write. Use yeah, our, let's do it. our queer trauma to write some really funny jokes now. Am I leaving? Yeah. Bye. 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 See you later. Bye. Hi, I'm Paul. Talk about a gay icon. That monkey from Nickelodeon growing up, anybody? The three eyed monkey or like, what you know? What I'm talking about, the, ha, I'm Paul. Nobody? Hi, I'm Paul. By the way, I got a text from somebody that I used to hook up with, and this feels like it should have been in the anti-Semitism episode, but it's quite possibly the funniest thing I've ever received from a a straight straight white man. Um, And it's an article, to an Onion article that said, um, man saddened to realize short Jewish women with an interest in theater is his type. And that feels... (laughs) That feels right. On brand. On brand. So prompts. I feel like we could go in a lot of different directions. I feel like Gay yes. Awakening is a great. I would love that. Great combo starter. Um, in terms of things for my dad. Um, yeah. This is where I feel like I'm going to struggle. Because I feel like my funniest shit. Right. Very specific to the gays. We could do something about him. Like. Like having a queer daughter, that could be something. Yeah, maybe like you coming out to him and he can give advice on like what not to do. 
or like or, knowing that your your kid is queer but like oh, waiting, waiting for them, for them? To tell like you. oh i love yeah. that i, I love actually that. never talked to him about that i don't know if he ever like what his notions were because i do remember did you have the- a coming out moment like no well it's weird because you know like again like very privileged very lucky to have like supportive parents who i knew would never give a shit but like I felt weirder about making it like a coming out. Like I almost felt more uncomfortable just because I was like, I know that they'd be fine with it. So like to I make see that a thing you. of it would be that like kind of so awkward. Reads. Yes. But I did. So I dated this girl in high school and my mom definitely knew. And I'm sure my dad knew by proxy. Um, but the like her asking me if I was dating her was like, I was like, no, mom. Like not, but it wasn't even because it was a girl. It's just because I didn't talk about any relationships with my parents. But then mm-hmm. I got to college and when I had a girlfriend in college, I just texted my family group chat, like, Hey, I'm dating this girl. <laughs> and they were like, okay. <laughs> and that was it. That's good. But, um, mm-hmm. That's good I've never talked to them about like what they, like if there was ever an assumption or mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Sneaky suspicion. I feel like. I feel like it would be interesting. We'll talk about it when he gets back. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so that would, could be a funny thing to to write about. We could also do like... Which is like the opposite of Kevin Hart. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like wishing your kid was queer. Yeah. Um, Something about like the gay like lingo, you know, like slay cunt like something that's very in right now well you get into dangerous very territory right now. with that though because a lot of the like white gay vernacular has been taken from black, black vernacular like aav so it's so like, Evan right. cannot say it could that be like a, almost like i don't want to copy like megan's format but almost something sort of like surrealist in that way <clears throat> you know well i love making fun of fucking <laughs> corporations that are so actively homophobic but bring out their rainbows for pride that mm-hmm. shit just yeah. gets me we but. could yeah we could also just ride like on that theme just ride with the the theme of the episode where it's like you go so far ally that you turn into a homophobe right mm-hmm. like leading down that path that could be a yes. fun way in i think so too but i wonder how evan well i guess like this is the tricky part like evan has to align himself as like not a homophobe in the right. setup of the joke because otherwise it's going to come across really bad for him right but well we could well, we could we, talk about like how like allyship is weird nowadays because performative it's so performative so it's like how do you make it clear so i think you could talk about like as somebody who is heavily involved in the entertainment industry right mm-hmm. but is a straight cis white man mm-hmm. how do you make it clear that you're an ally but not homophobic ally, right? And not like performative allyship, but like genuinely an ally. But you also don't want to make it like applaud me for being an ally, like right. that, like weird. I think that's okay. Let's 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 try it. Let's try okay. it and see what happens. What can you make fun of the homophobic people for? You know. Wait. Yes, like how gay. Wait, Dad, hold up. How gay culture is like the 2007 homophobia now yeah. like homophobic homophobic homophobics homophobes there homophobes Homo- i'm just it's just i don't know I'm minus not the best way to be homophobic is like oh yeah, i like how to here. be homophobic in 2022 like we it's have like to help by being be an ally in a cringe way or like yes yeah like how do you pro- achieve homophobia you gotta get really creative nowadays 
Cool. I feel like we can bring him back. Hi, Evan. Hi, Hi Ally. <laughs> Hi, Gay. Um, Hi, Gay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Ready? Yeah. You would think that in today's age, it would be a bare minimum to love your kids unconditionally. But unfortunately, even in 2022, there are still people out there who love their kids with limitations. For example, if they're gay or not, or they have different gender identity. I pride myself on being open-minded as a parent. So naturally, I was looking forward to opportunities to showing off my open-mindedness chops. I always thought my piece de resistance might be I was lucky enough for one of my daughters to be gay and come out to me and me to be there for them, give them a big hug and say, I love them unconditionally and I'm proud, blah, 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 balloons bursting. Uh, but man, I was disappointed. My daughter came out to me in a text, like a damn breakup. She didn't even say I'm gay. She just started talking about this woman she was dating. Like I'm nothing, like I don't matter, like I'm <laughs> worthless. I wanted a chance to perform my allyship, but I felt totally cheated. And so in a fugue state, I texted back, it's Adam and Eve, not Alice and Eve. She pushed me to this. She pushed me into it. <laughs> the lack of great coming, delivery. The lack of coming out made you homophobic. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> right. The lack of my daughter coming out to me made me homophobic. I didn't hate I, I didn't hate the gays until my daughter became one. <laughs> I think that we achieved. I think that, you know, we solved homophobia, um, eradicated Perfect. it from the planet. Never um, to be seen again. Never you to be seen again. Um, thank you for listening. Um, if you agreed that we told a funny joke or you think that we should be canceled, let us know. Happy to hear it. Um, until next time, this has been Cancel Culture. Cancel. Culture. Podcast.